Hello, I am Matthew Pagano. This is week 11 of the Project Design and Analysis program. Uh, well, it's a reflection for, for week 11. Technically, it's week 12 right now, but uh, you get the point. Uh, so this week, overall, not a whole lot has happened. Uh, I will say the fact that we only have like three more weeks kind of surprised me and caught me off guard so that wasn't very fun um j just in, in reference to the fact that we would have to finish our project in three weeks and do finish two case studies in two weeks so that that's not exactly fun same goes for internships but yeah I'd, i i feel a bit better about it uh than i did at the beginning of the week just because now my team and i have a plan for everything we're doing in the next few weeks make sure that we get everything done so I feel fine on that front at least um, with the internship stuff um, I feel okay about it well I'm hoping to get an internship with Sam's Club but I have to wait for that internship to be posted which is cutting it kind of close I will say which doesn't make me exactly uh, happy but hopefully hopefully that goes well because um that's the main internship that i was hoping for more than anything just because i thought it'd be interesting uh but we'll see we'll see how that goes when the actual internship is posted so that i can apply to that but uh other than that not too much has happened this week so I was thinking of just talking a bit more about what I've been up to for relaxing, because first it was Sudoku, then last week I talked about um, the Japanese prefectures, I believe, uh, and their flags. Um, that has now progressed even further, so what happened was I was doing the Japanese prefectures and their flags and where they are in Japan and all that, and got to the point where I had done it so many times that it wasn't a challenge anymore. Because, you know, I mean, there's not there's only so many. Uh, so it wasn't exactly enjoyable if I was... Like, it, if there's no challenge to it, it's not fun, right? No game is going to be fun that way. So I decided to try to make it more enjoyable by switching up the languages. Now, first... I was like, oh, since it's Japan, I'm going to change it to Japanese, the change the site's uh, language to Japanese. That makes sense. Let's try to learn them in Japanese. Um, that, was a, that was a mistake because the site automatically translates every, like, it translates specifically the, the names of the, the prefectures into kanji. Which, if you didn't know, is one of Japan's three alphabets, and it is the hardest one, as it is derived from Chinese. So there's like 4,400-something 4, characters, and there's not exactly rules. So it's it, you have to memorize the characters. You have to memorize as many characters as you can. It's not about, like, uh, you just remember these rules and you can create all, like, 4,000 of these characters. No, it's, it's, it's just memorization. So, I gave up on that very quickly, um, but 
I did remember that uh, Korean has a very easy to learn alphabet, or so I had heard. Uh, so I, I decided to switch things over to Korean. Uh, and those rumors were very correct. It is probably the easiest alphabet to learn in the entire world. It has been two days and I already feel quite confident and I didn't even spend like all day or anything doing it. It was just like a few hours in between classes and when I was at home each day and I already feel pretty confident in like spelling and reading uh, the Korean alphabet. So that's a pretty cool skill that I have picked up now. The, the, the problem with Korean though is that it is like the alphabet is so easy that it makes you think oh Korean itself must also be pretty easy that is not the case so but like it, it makes you feel so comfortable with Korean that you're like ah why stop there I'm, I'm already like I've already learned this so quickly why not try to learn Korean too uh, which feels like a trap and I'm pretty sure it is a trap but I'm still gonna try well I'm not gonna say that I'm trying to learn Korean yet I'm going to say that I'm trying to learn how to pronounce the characters first, because that, I think, is the first step. I only really know kind of the vowels, and even those are kind of funky, some of them. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Also, like, a lot of Korean words are very long. Very long. Like, unnecessarily long. And they throw in what seems to be a lot of characters that I don't hear pronounced, and it's mainly just because I'm not used to hearing Korean, so, like, it just feels funky when you're reading it out. Uh, specifically, like, thank you in, in Korean is, like, gamsahmeda, and, like, there's a B in there, and that just kind of throws me off a lot in terms of, like, the smelling, because <laughs> I don't hear the B, and I kind of tried to put it in the pronunciation a little bit. Right before the like, N, M sound or whatever, but also I've learned not to trust the romanization of Korean because that is not, that is not at all how it's pronounced. Because like the romanization has uh, like E-O, right? So like in my head, it would be like pronounced like L, but it's like U instead, which feels kind of funky. Uh... Actually, no, no, no. EO is is ah, uh, and then U is EU, which is just a horizontal line, which is also kind of funky, but whatever. We're trying to learn. It's It's been pretty enjoyable so far. If it gets too difficult, I'll just stop. <laughs> but, like, even their months are really easy, because, like, just February, in terms of, like, Korean, is just... Uh, like saying one month like if, if it were english you'd say one month and that is february so or january february is two month and then march is three month and then so on and so on it, it's just the number and then the word month uh but yeah that's that's basically what i've been doing so thank you for listening